Hello everybody, what's up? Good to see you all once again. Um, it's been a while I've actually recorded a podcast and I've dropped a few um, videos and clips on Instagram. Um, but today will be the first time, the first episode this year. Um, so today is just freaky, I'd say. Um, so let's just talk. So many of things have happened this past week. Um, so, um, but the things I want to focus on today are one, something that has been bothering me for a while in the comic space, which is the opportunity I think DC missed um, with one of its um, TV shows or Netflix shows. Um, the opportunity it missed that for one. And then secondly, respect to forming companies and creating companies within the indie comic book space. Um, that's something that I want, would like to address and give my two cents about, um, especially with respect to the Nigerian market, you know, within the Nigerian ind- the sector, Nigerian industry or Nigerian space um, within the um, uh, within the uh, comic book um, um, in the comic book subspace so one but uh, and then talk about the Nigerian Nations Cup uh, that's to be played uh, uh, Nigerian World Cup qualifier I'm sorry uh, we played um, Nigeria versus Ghana uh, with a World Cup qualifying match and obviously I'm looking forward to Super Eagles hopefully um, we're able to get this game sorted out, maybe a 2 new win. And I'll give my two cents about that one. And then and that will be the last of it. That will be the last topic for today. So, immediately we'll dive straight into it. Firstly, I just want to mention we all know what happened with um, Will Smith and um, Chris Rock. Um, the whole incident that went down there. I'm sure people have tweeted about it. I've tweeted about it as well. And people have said, yeah. T- their two cents about what they, what they think um, happened was wrong. Some said, oh, oh Will, Smith, Will Smith was defending honor of his, of his wife, and so he was well within his rights to smack a grown man across the face. And while others are like, you should use your words, you should uh, be more responsible, more uh, respectful. While some others are saying, it's just a joke, people lose their hair every day, you know, so. If we're going to get offended about everything every comedian says, then it's best we shut down comedy entirely. So um, that's for one. So, but my own, what I'll just say right now is, don't lay your hands on people, on anyone, man, woman, child. Don't you lay your hands on anyone? That's my advice to you, boys and girls out there. You know, man, woman, young, old. Don't lay finger on anyone. That should be the very, very last resort. You know, when everything else has failed, every um, possible and plausible action or step has failed, then you can resort to to that. And then has to be the very, 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 very last resort, last option. So that's that now. So now we dive into the good stuff about what I want to talk about today. And first of all, thank you for all those who are watching live. Put your comments, put your questions in to um, comment section and I will um, address them and give my feedback on them with respect to um, the, um, the questions or comments that you may have on any of the issues. So now we'll talk about the DC Universe and the mistake I think they made or the opportunity I think they missed out on. First off, we had this series um, Black Lightning so I was so happy seeing um, one of the foremost black hero coming into um, the DC comic book universe 
um, that it was on Netflix, and I think it went on to be on this universe as well. So for me, I was like, okay, this should be an opportunity for you know DC to uh, to introduce even more black characters, even more um, minority uh, characters of, of um, minority ethnic origin or religious origin or uh, racial origin. You know, so so um, Black Lightning then brought his daughters Thunder and Lightning. And then I was expecting that this would be a conduit, you know, to get in the likes of Static Shock, you know, even people who may not really be related to the, um, uh, may not really be related to the, uh, 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 should I say, Black Lightning universe, like Vixen and um, maybe Icon. That would have been a great opportunity to introduce Icon maybe in a season finale and then go on to. Um, give him his own show that would have been amazing but I think DC missed a step a big step big big step DC missed a big step so for me I feel if there's a way they could bring this character back they could bring this um, uh, um, show back and use it not just for the show itself but as a conduit to introduce other characters so I don't know what your opinions are. Let me know. Send me um, a question or a comment in the comment section, and um, we'll get to talk about it. So for me, I was a fan of the show, um, and I was a bit surprised when it was taken off, taken off air, and then uh, people were saying it didn't have the viewership and uh, and all that stuff, you know. But for me, I feel it was a really decent show, and new characters should have been introduced, and this also makes me think you know each time DC tries to introduce a character where they want to reshape the race the religion of the character you know like for instance wanting to have a black superman um, and saying you know, that you want to have diversity and inclusion when you have already existing black characters or other minorities as well and you have refused to give them the proper treatment so what are you trying to say about turning an, an, an already existing character changing his or race in the bid to say you're being inclusive it's a bit remiss to me it's it, it just flies over my head on that one so i wonder what your opinions are on that just let me know so like i said today will be a free hit i'm coming back to the podcast and we'll be having it regularly every week so just keep your eyes peeled on here so we'll keep talking on this so for me what i felt this is should do or feel this is should do is bring these characters back to life bring the show back to life and then introduce even more um, black characters um, on Twitter, I saw um, that they have the milestone initiative, which is nice. You know, bringing new um, creators and writers to um, basically write new stories and things like that. I wonder how far that would go, um, but I think it's a step in the right direction, anyways. But for me, for me, I think use your already existing characters and then bring and and then use them to the fullest. Spin off shows for me, that's the best way 
you know, you, you have a rich pantheon of black characters. I can mention just a few that I've mentioned before. Like you have Icon, I think you have um, Static Shock, you have Vixen, you have Just Do It, you know, you have Lightning, you have Thunder. So you have a lot of these characters that you can actually use. And the show was actually a good opportunity, a great opportunity, I would say. And unfortunately, DC Comics missed out on that opportunity. You know, so that's my two cents on it. I don't want to run so much about it, but that was an opportunity I think DC missed. Now, we'll going to the next um, topic for discussion. Like I said, this free hit is going to be short, short and sweet. It's going to be maybe 30 or even under 30 minutes or under 20 minutes. We'll keep cracking on. Now, we're talking about the Nigerian comic book industry. And they're doing amazing work there. Like I said, Hippo Comics, Comic Republic. Um, while the comics though is based in the UK, it's still Nigerian comic book. You know, you have various comic book writers and creators doing wonderful stuff, spoof animations, doing wonderful stuff in animation. And then you have the Lagos Comic Con that brings a lot of creators, comic book creators around Nigeria and even from Africa as well, and even people outside um, the African continent uh, to uh, uh, participate and showcase their creative work, you know. Um, during this comic book event and I think that's a laudable a laudable um should I say action a laudable step taken by a laudable step not just uh, taken by um the organizers of um Lagos Comic Con because it gets people involved it gets people understanding that there are heroes that exist beyond um European or American created superheroes which are good and nice and wonderful but it's also nice to see that there are other characters that are created by Nigerians created by Africans as well you know like you have eaten comics and things like that so that's really 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 good but what I really want to address is it's something I've noticed you know something I've noticed which is every artist wants to be his or her own company most of them boom you have a company you can draw two lines you can paint a bit i'm a company you can't really have a successful company that way because okay let's take a step backward back and have a look at other sectors you know it um, IT sector, medical care sector, uh, publishing and advertisement sector. You have the, the even arts and craft. You have the people that do the actual service delivery or product production with respect to that company or that business within that industry. But, but. You also have people that provide support that ensures that service and the service or the product that's been produced or created is delivered to the end user. You know, you have people that ensure that um, the executors of the of the business or those who actually carry out the subject matter of the business have the right backing, um, have the right financial backing, have the right legal advice. 
maybe on IP, the IP, you know, um, you have lawyers, you know, uh, um, litigation lawyers, you have marketing people that ensure that um, every new product, every new good or service, you know, is known by people, you know, it's the, the clients, existing clients get to know about new services, new clients are onboarded, you have people who are in charge of HR, so long and short of what I'm saying is, if you really want to have a business, if you really want to have an actual business, you need more than one set of skills, skills, you need more than one skill set. And even if you feel you have all the skills needed, which is damn rare, that means you must be some sort of Superman or some angel gifted to us from the heavens. Even if you feel that way, you still need people to give guidance. You still need people to have discussions with. You still need at least people you delegate stuff to to do. So my advice is, form a group have a company i'm not saying immediately start looking for investors but have a group it could be a group of friends a group of buddies who are into creating comics you know because you must have the like interest in the initial stage then you go on to allocate responsibilities to yourself so you look at who is the best artist and say okay you believe in the artist, um, the artistic side of things, the line work, the inking, the coloring, that's all you. Get someone who does the communication, ensures he speaks to people about the book, markets the book, your books, market the company. You know, you give these various responsibilities out, you dedicate these various responsibilities to different people within the group, and then you see your business grow. You have to take it like a proper business, a proper business, like a proper company. You know, you, you're not going to treat it like um, it's a pastime. If you really want to make financial gain, commercial gain from your business, I mean, from your comic book um, business or company, whatever nomenclature you choose to give to it, you have to treat it as a serious business. So, register until you register your trademark. You create you create your team. Know that the first step is creating the team. It could be friends you've known since you were primary school, secondary school, university, or it could be people you've just met. You build that connection with, and then you start the business. You begin to plan. You know, you give yourself give yourselves roles, responsibilities within within um, the company, who's meant to do what, who's responsible for what. And sometimes you may not even have an artist in the group because that's something I've discovered may hold people back. You know, when you say, oh, I can draw, I love to create a comic book, but I can draw, I'm not an artist. So how do I go about creating this comic book? How do I go about doing that? You know. But for me, as long as you have 
the passion for it because going into comic creation you must have a passion for it unless you have the passion for it and have ideas for stories then you can go on you can get freelance artists to start off with or if you have a group of friends like i said you've had a company and you get a group of friends together or if none of you within the group can draw but you have that creative spark in your mind in your brain and you can come up with story ideas character concepts you can get in touch with um, resources to get references for characters you could then give you could then hire the services of freelance artists or even a corporate company an artist a company of artists they can do the drawing for you and ensure that it meets your specification the storylines and everything meets your specifications they're wonderful artists out there um, that you can always um, meet up with and have discussions with you can go on Fiverr, you can go on Upwork and advertise your the availability of creative work that you have and then you have these people coming in and you can have discussion even on Instagram as well you can get on Instagram get on um, Facebook and maybe even Twitter other social media platforms and you have these discussions and interactions with these people and then you go on to to build your thing so the message i guess i'm passing on to people is don't just think because you are an artist immediately you can form a company all by your lonesome the idea might be yours but one of the greatest skills in life is actually building a team building a team and getting people to buy into what you are doing you know so that's something key that i uh, i want us to take away from um this episode of ugo's take um it's the first episode for a long while and it's um uh, it's it, it's it's nice to to really be back behind the microphone and speaking to you guys live here on um on 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 facebook on on instagram sorry <laughs> instagram live on instagram so now like i said you could always if i go on further if you i'll do a shameless self-promotion right now if you haven't checked out wilder comics website you can go on to www.wildercomics.com and check out the website for the latest updates and latest um news coming up from wilder comics you go onto the website and you you get the best and green eagle is still available to read on our read on us um, section of the website so you just go on you get to the page read on us you click on it it opens up for you voila and you can read it's free it's not paid for so green eagle is still available for you to read and very soon you have a new a new book coming up and that will be there as well also uh, planning to have a kickstarter so Put down the word that if you want to collaborate with me on this Kickstarter, whether you're an artist or you are um, a comic book creator yourself, you want to collaborate with me on this Kickstarter campaign, um, you're most welcome. You send me an email to ugostek at cosite.net. That's U-G-O-S-I-F-N-T-A-K-E um, at C-O-O-L-S-I-T-E dot N-E-T. Ugostek at cosite.net. Also, if you have any questions you want to ask me after the show is over, uh, maybe how you want to participate in this show or in other shows coming up, you could do the same. 
send me an email to uh, to Ugo's Take it's on website or you can send me a DM on Instagram or you can follow me on um, Twitter as well and send me a message on there drink of champions I just want that so now we move on to the last topic for discussion like I said today will be short and sweet and we'll just crack on Nigeria take on Ghana today uh, World Cup qualifier um, the first leg was played last week uh, on the 27th I think if I'm not mistaken and then it was a goalless draw I think um, Nigeria should have actually won that game and I think um, Augustine Guavon, the coach for the Nigerian Super Eagles actually made a tactical blunder when he took off Aribo um, the Rangers midfielder because I think the lad was actually getting into places making late runs into the box you know the Ghanaian defenders were having problems picking up his runs so to take him off when he was actually coming into his own for me it was actually very strange very very strange I'd say very very strange extremely extremely strange you know, and I think in today's game, Guavon has to tweak his formation. He has to. He has to. Because man for man, we're actually better than the Ghanaian side. This is one for once in history where I've seen the, the Nigerian team man for man versus the um, Ghanaian team man for man. We're actually better in terms of personnel. But what we don't want to do is to make it a thing of passion, a thing of heart, um, a derby rivalry type of thing, a West African derby rivalry kind of thing where ability goes out the window because that would allow the Ghanaians to get some stronghold um, in the game. You know? So what I feel Augustine Gouverneur should do, I think he should switch to a 4-3-3, you know, you have your back four of your Leon Balogun, um, Leon Balogun, Just Ekong, um, Zaidu, Sanusi, and Olaina um, at the back four. And then in the midfield, I think you have Bonke. Um, and I can't remember who else can play in the central midfield, but you have both of them there, and you have Aribo played as an eight slash ten behind a front three for to my mind Ademola Lukman should play on the left Simon Moses should play on the right and um, Simon Moses or Emmanuel Dennis should play on the right and then Victor Oshimen should play through the middle as a very informed striker before he came for the tournament for the for the qualifiers he, he scored three goals in four games which is outstanding and is once the a player the r player of the month and during the Ghanaian game he was making runs after runs after runs after runs and no one seemed to find him no one seemed to find him no one could actually give the killer pass so that's why i feel though in this present setup we don't have an actual number 10 and we don't even really have a blow a ball 
playing number six. You know, we don't have an actual six that can play the ball or call it four. Some people call it four. Some people say six. But we don't actually have one of those that can actually play a killer pass like a deep line playmaker. We actually don't have that, and we don't even have a number ten. So, and that will take me to uh, something I would speak on afterwards before um, the end of the of the show. So, and because if you have Aribo, and then you give you instructions, keep making those runs in behind um, the defense, the Ghanaian defense. And also make those passes um, towards Victor Osimen. Because Osimen is little, he's a little striker. He's a little striker, very clinical, and he needs to get the service. You can't have that type of striker and then you don't give him service. It's just ridiculous. You know, it's absolutely ridiculous. This 4-2-2 formation, this 4-2-2-2 formation doesn't seem to be working as far as I'm concerned because you're meant to have people who are pressing high, meant to have people who are interchanging, you know, who condense the, the field, uh, you know, when we're out of possession and who expand the field when we're in possession. But I'm not really seeing any of those. And why I want um, Simon Moses to be on the right is so he crosses the ball, immediately has the ball. We need the service going into the box. You know, all these um, 20,000 stepovers, yeah, a, a, a million Jogo Bonito flows, we don't want those. I'm telling you, it's not going to help because that's what the Ghanaian defenders want. You know, the two stepovers, three stepovers, five stepovers, six, and then what you have is a situation where you're then crowded out. <laughs> Once you're crowded out, and if we are fortunate to have a referee, if Nigeria is fortunate to have a referee like the one in the previous game where he allowed everything bar murder to go, then darling on the ball wouldn't help anyone. Darling on the ball wouldn't help anybody at all. At all. So we want to have Simon Moses in a position where he can immediately get the ball in the box. Adema Lukman immediately get the ball in the box. You know, so that's what we want because for me, Osimen is as dangerous as, it's as deadly a striker as they come. You know, I think the only strikers right now that are better than him, I would say Lewandowski, I would say Harry Kane, and then who else? Let's be honest, like an actual number nine, I'm talking about um, a winger that scores goals. I'm talking about actual number nine right now. Lewandowski, yeah, head and shoulders above every other person. Then you have your Harry Kane. And then who else? Uh, of course, Ellen Haaland. So Lewandowski for me, Ellen Haaland, and then Harry Kane. And then after that three, Lukaku, Lukaku is good, but he's not been in good spate of form. So I'd say for me, Victor Osimhen is the fourth best striker in Europe, in the world, as we speak right now. This may change tomorrow, but that's what I feel. So you can't have such a striker and not provide service. And he also does the dirty work as well. He's not one of those luxury strikers that just floats around until the ball gets to his feet. He does the high press. He chases down defenders. He makes 
um, sacrificial runs for his midfielders. He li- likes to play, lay people, get him to play. So that's what I think um, we should go with. So my prediction, I'll go with my heart here. <laughs> my prediction is a 2-0 victory. So come on Super Eagles. Now, the last thing I want to mention is we've lacked creativity down the middle and it seems we're having problems, Nigeria's having problems creating or producing number 10s. So for me, I think it's very easy and Michael Olise, though they've played, Olise has played on the 20 football for um, for the French um, for the French under 20 team, I think. And then a very easy has also played likewise for for the England under 20 under 20 team. But I think we should do all we all that can be done, all that can be done, if you can move hell and freeze it over to get these boys to play for Nigeria, then I think that's what should be done. So once again, thank you for listening. And wherever you're listening, whether you listen uh, via Spotify or you're watching on live, thanks for listening. Google Steak is back with a bang. So until next time, keep enjoying your day.